I think for me it was um, important how much those games and activities really affect the relationships between students and between students and their teacher as well. And it just gives them an opportunity to learn in just a much more interactive way than they would with a textbook or just watching something, just staying in their seat. Mm. So as somebody who works in EdTech, you develop a curriculum for EdTech uh, platforms. Mm -hmm. How are you going to take away what you've learned today and apply it to your particular context? Yeah, I think while I was watching, because one of the things that we had to do in the in the workshop was get up and actually do those games as if we were the students and, you know, we were like playing bingo and stuff like that. I love bingo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, tense bingo. It's quite fun. Um, I think for me it was, I was trying to think of a way that we can do that through technology because technology is just one of those things in education that's not going away now. It's sticking around and how can we gamify that um, between players, between students and, and try and figure out a way to do that. And uh, we, it showed us couplets that he had written himself and they were quite funny, quite pleasant. And then uh, he made us do something ourselves. So we, it, he handed out uh, sheets of paper and we all had to write a rhyming couplet at the top of the sheet and then pass on the sheet to the next person who had to continue in the same vein, this, the same story. There was some sort of storyline or if they couldn't find, they could switch to something else and write their own rhyming couplet and so on. So the first one was okay because I had an idea, but then the second one I had to adjust to what the first person had written. But uh, still, it was, was fun. And after about five, five times, it stopped. It would have taken too long. And then uh, we all had to read the sheet we had in our hands. And some of them were really good. And all, all had something funny in them. And then he commented and he said uh, that he, we all agreed with him that some humor is very good in a lesson. I think uh, students are more relaxed and they learn better. Yeah. What a wonderful creative space that workshop sounds like in the fact that you all participated yes. in producing something. You have something yes. by the end of a 45-minute session. That's right, incredible. Right. Yes, yes. And it, it, there was a warm-up. He showed us what he had done and he commented. Mm. So it was good. Yes. I think uh, I would like to show my students. No, I don't teach any class but have a reading group and uh, even though my participants come to discuss books I think they might be interested in trying something like that. Oh fantastic so this is something that you're going to take away and try with your reading group mm -hmm. and explore this creative creativity yeah. that, that you've seen today. But very often on these workshops and these uh, conferences I've attended uh, I'm sorry I don't have a class anymore because there are good <laughs> ideas I would like to try. For the first time, it was absolutely wonderful. It's always a pleasure to be here, even though it was it's just the second time. I find myself being very excited. And for this um, workshop as well, I was absolutely excited. I was also very nervous. And um, 
can I be honest here? I was also worried that with my topic, I did not know whether people would come. Mm. And I was also a bit, uh, yeah, nervous in the beginning because it was also my very first talk on a professional platform. And as a university student, like you don't get that many opportunity to, opportunities to simply um, present yourself, to put yourself out there on a professional platform. So I would really like to thank ITAS at this point for giving me this opportunity to present my ideas and to allow people to, yeah, be creative and be themselves. So absolutely enjoyed it. Well, I should say first that it's always a fantastic event when you come to ETAS in Switzerland. I've been coming for 20 odd years. Not to every conference, but to a lot of them. It's actually helped me to get to know Switzerland because they've been different towns, although the Professional Development Day has been here for the last three years. Um, and then the annual, the AGM in, in January that ETAS has. So it's always very special. They're always extremely well organized. And the range of topics. And I, I always think when I go to a conference, what am I going to... What am I going to take away that I'm going to remember in one week's time, you know, three months' time or something? And I think um, from this one, um, because of the emphasis on ESP, and there's a strong overlap there with uh, university education. So the, the plenary this morning and the two talks that I went to, apart from the one that I gave, were all based, they were all from people based in universities. Um, discussing different aspects. How do you genuinely take into account a student's needs? We heard from Natasha uh, Costello in the, in the plenary. You know, how do you really know what their situation is? What's the rest of their program when they're not in your English classes? What are they doing? I thought that was very interesting from a sort of organizational point of view. It's not just about the content of your class, it's about being aware of what else is going on in the students' lives. And then a big topic in university or higher education, of course, is the Im impact of um, artificial intelligence. Yeah, that's GPT. really, it's everywhere, it's isn't everywhere. it? You know, so yeah, if you're being facetious, you could say if you want a big audience in your talk, make sure AI is in the title <laughs> at the moment and people will go because, and I followed discussions about this online and social media, um, there is an amazing natural curiosity amongst teachers to, to find out about new things, to find out about new tools, to discover will they help me, what are the disadvantages. I don't think teachers are, are naive about this, you know, they, they're aware and of course in higher education they have to deal with this, the impact of AI on the, uh, the output that their students are producing. So how do they assess students when uh, the output's being potentially written by AI in effect, written by ChatGPT and that was a very interesting uh, in the talk um, by Caroline Hyde-Simon who was talking about how her institution in Zurich is trying to develop different, in a sense, different tasks that the students have to do to move the shift away from um, written uh, output. 
So as somebody who works in ed tech, you develop a curriculum for ed tech platforms. How are you going to take away? Well, I learned a lot of interesting things about AI and ChatGPT and... Yeah, and I met some interesting people from Basel. I'm from Basel, but uh, I'm always looking to find more people so I can catch the train ride with them. I'm not alone. <laughs> and yeah, so we made a lovely group. We have our WhatsApp group, and I look forward to connecting with them and meeting them in my town. That sounds like an absolute bargain for a day to come, learn lots of things, and meet a whole community that you can bring back to Basel. That sounds like so much of a win. Oh, definitely. I think Eater's events are a great platform for new teachers, for old teachers, to meet new people. And yeah, it's amazing for networking. Can I ask for people who may be attending events like this and maybe quite new to events, how can they get the most out of these type of experiences? Do you have any tips? I would say make connections, um, add people, new people that you meet and stay in touch and come to the events uh, more regularly. Try to be part of ETAs uh, by volunteering. We are always looking for volunteers to, you know, sort of have these events become a success. They couldn't find, they could switch to something else and write their own rhyming couplet and so on. So, by the first... Every time I come to one of these, the, the thoughts in the back of my mind, can I learn anything new? And the truth is, always. I always take away a few bits and pieces that I can apply to my own classes, to my own life. And uh, I think when there are teachers or anybody, business people or whatever, who have decided they don't need to learn anymore, it's really sad. Mm -hmm. It is, isn't it? There's always something that we can learn or be inspired by, um, by just meeting with others. And what's really lovely about this day today is that you've given a lot of space for people to network between the workshops. Was that intentional um, decision by you? Yes, we actually uh, we a little bit a little bit learned from Aya Teffel that workshops can be 45 minutes because they used to be an hour, and then there were these 15 minute breaks. It wasn't enough for people to get to know the vendors or each other. We just decided that we needed to move schmoozing up on our priority list because, you know, the truth is with any conference, you learn something from the workshops, you learn something from the plenaries, but quite often you learn something from the person across the table who's drinking coffee with you. Uh, sometimes that's the most important part of a conference and you can give it a fancy name and call it networking or you can just say learning from the other person drinking coffee. Um, because you do, you find out, oh, where are you from? What are you teaching? And very quickly you learn that uh, almost all of us in, in similar situations face similar problems and similar challenges. And sometimes we run across somebody who's found a solution to it. And we think, wow, that's amazing. I can use that too. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the schmoozing is very important. Just the second time, I find myself being very excited. And for this um, workshop as well, I was absolutely excited. I was also very nervous. And um, can I be honest here? I was also worried that with my topic, I did not know whether people would come. Mm. And I was also a bit... Uh, yeah, nervous in the beginning because it was also my very first talk on a professional platform. And as a university student, like you don't get that many opportunity, opportunities to 
simply um, present yourself, to put yourself out there on a professional so, form. I would so really like to at thank this point for giving me this yes, present and to, to allow yeah, people to be themselves. Be so, absolutely enjoy it. Well, I should say I'm first that it's always come to come for 20 odd years. Oh, wow. Not to every conference, but to a lot of them, it's actually That's helped me to.